1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And we got a good one today, a good friend of mine, Jason Williford. Jason and I met on the beaches of Southern California. I don't, I don't know. When was that? It was at least two years ago, right? Time flies uh, by and I yeah, lose track of when it was. I but was like, man, I, it had to be at least two years ago, right? Two years ago. Um, maybe more, maybe two and a half, something like yeah. that. But uh, he came through an immersion program that I was a coach for and uh, that's when we originally met, and we've stayed in touch, and and so I'm happy to have you here today. Thanks, Jason. Uh, I'm
2: glad to be on here. As I mentioned before, we hopped on. Uh, I was hoping to give you some burpees and bear <laughs> claws to give back to you a little bit.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely, and I, uh, <laughs> full disclosure, I I deserve them. We, we were supposed to be doing this at like 10 a.m. my time, and I I made a mistake, you know, and details definitely matter and uh my details were not uh paid attention to as well as I would have liked for that one but uh we he's gracious gracious man and he he forgave me so here we are.
2: It's it's amazing what uh what still sticks with me to this day like mental models that that I got while I was not just on the beach, but all the other evolutions that we did. But you just reminded me of that one, that details matter. But the one that probably sticks with me the most is you're either all in or you're not. You know, doing the sugar cookie on the beach and, you know, that evolution, just there's no way for it not to be embedded in your mind, whether I'm doing jujitsu or whether I'm doing, you know, running my business. You know, you're either all in, or you're not. And there's uh, honestly times when I'm not all in and I have to check myself like almost daily.
1: Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think you'd be human if you didn't. So I'd like to ask this question first to all my guests. So I'm going to ask it to you as well. Championship leadership is the name of the podcast. You know, what comes to mind for you? What does championship leadership mean to you when you hear that?
2: Uh, Championship leadership to me means that Well, leadership in a nutshell, I think it's the number, I mean, it's obviously the number one thing that drives not only any company, but relationships, whether it be with your children, uh, your spouse. I can honestly say, again, being human, that I've made many mistakes as a leader. And in my mind, because I am a big thinker, I believe in either uh, playing big or going home. And honestly, if I have reached the mecca of being a great, tremendous leader, to me in my mind, I've also reached my goal of running a company that's uh, valued at a couple hundred million dollars per year or a billion dollars. And if I get to, because there is no finish line, right? Uh, Once I get to... That point of leadership, you know, why am I not at a billion?
1: Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. It's because I'm not. I haven't evolved into the leader that I need to be uh, to run a billion dollar corporation. That's what I think about, you know, as far as uh, great leadership goes. And I've invested heavily in my own personal and professional development. I have a high school education, but and no college education, obviously. But I have invested over six hundred thousand dollars, my uh, my ex and I, through the years on the best professional development and training that we can get, uh, and probably about another five to six hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, my mentors, my direct mentors' time as well. That's uh, probably the most expensive. On the planet when it comes to business consulting and marketing i think a leader is always getting better one of the 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 events i went to was a leadership academy with tony robbins three or four years ago and it's really involved a lot of nlp neuro linguistics programming type stuff and but it was really amazing and i'm a massive note taker just like i took massive notes on the event that you had And when I go back on that note, those notes, it's like it's kind of uh, embedded in your subconscious mind. But anyway, that's my definition on, you know, leadership. And I'm just always evolving to be a better one. And I have a lengthy list of mistakes I've made along the way in leadership.
1: Yeah, well, I think that is I mean, that's that's right in line with championship leadership is always uh, the championship leaders are they know that there's always more to, you know, go. There's, and there's always areas to improve and that there really isn't any kind of a a rival point, right? There's always a place where they can continue to get better. So why don't we tell uh, the listeners that aren't familiar with you, Jason, a little bit of your journey and how you've gotten to where you are. It's go back as far as you want and just kind of let us know, you know, what it is that you do and what you're up to today as well.
2: Okay. I'll give you the very fast abbreviated story. I'm just an open book uh, where I used to not tell people uh, certain things like I'll but I'll go ahead and tell you because there may be one person on the podcast that this positively affects I had almost died last year. Uh, You may have uh, seen pictures of me. I think you even sent me messages of me being in the ICU. Uh, almost died last year. Then I got COVID two weeks after, almost after the ICU. I was still in excruciating pain. Then I I had the opportunity to interview Arnold Schwarzenegger. And when I, uh, he's like a lifelong hero of mine. Uh, And I was like, hey, I don't care how I feel. And I (laughs) guess that's a quality of a leader uh, to keep pushing through. So I I did it anyway. There's only a couple of questions that I got to ask him, but it was really a cool experience. But my point is, is, you know, that changes you when you are very close to death. And where it changed me in my personal mission statement is now uh, why and what is my purpose on earth? And my purpose, I feel, on earth is to uh, positively impact over 10 million people directly or indirectly with or without getting recognition for it. So I wanted to tell that piece of it. But to go back a little bit further that, you know, I, I didn't have a rough start. There's people that had way worse Childhoods and I had. My, my father uh, had a nervous breakdown when I was eight years old, which, you know, that plays with you, not just in childhood, but for a long time, like in your head. Then I was homeless uh, at 18 years old, uh, lived in my car. Uh, I was actually even kidnapped by uh, a gang member, like kidnapped by a hammer. Uh, he had a hammer and I had a 300 ZX and uh, the T-tops were off the car and I woke up and there's two gang members. One of them got a, uh, a hammer over me. But anyway, long story short, you know, I believe that another to keep answering your question. Uh, part of leadership is that adversity, um, adversity builds resilience. And that's why I tell those stories as well, because uh, there's probably other people, that, again, listening to your podcast that, you know, has tough things that they're not past it. They're still going through. So I want to let them know that, hey, you know, you can get through that stuff. What literally saved my life was when I was 22 years young, because mm-hmm. I'm not 22 years young anymore, I'm 45 years older, is sales. I got into the 100% commission sales when I was 22, selling uh, vacation ownership, which is a sexy word for timeshare. Got to live in some beautiful places. Then I became, got into the remodeling industry, worked for the second largest remodeling company in America. And that ties into my business part that uh, at one time, I had 20 to 25 very high polish ninja sales closers, you know, running the streets of Metro Atlanta, uh, 20 to 25 telemarketers. I had a huge phone room, 20 to 25 canvassers. Uh, we did about 300 grand a month on TV and radio advertising. So I learned a lot of things in that industry that, Tied over into the real estate industry that I got into uh, in 2011, my partner and I, we founded real estate expert advisors, we exponentially grew that company, it became a three, the 354th fastest growing probably held company uh, in America per Inc. Magazine. Then the next year, we hit 904. Then the next year, we hit 1345. Uh, So we were blessed and we busted our ass to have exponential growth uh, year over year. My personal greatest mentor is a gentleman named Jay Abraham, uh, which is also who I co-authored my book with, The Ultimate Real Estate Machine. Here's my shameless plug that it'll be uh, launching November the 30th, which is... Surreal to me to get to work with. He's my as some people look up to Brett Favre or Joe Montana or whoever it may be. Uh, he's my hero in business, right. and uh, so it's very surreal to get to to work with him. You know the way that I get to work with him. So fast forwarding back to right now, my partner is now my ex in life as well, and she's an amazing woman does a lot impacting the world. I think she just released her second book as well. Uh, We're trying to get our daughter, uh, not trying to, she'll end up writing her book. She's 12 years years old. She has absent seizures and she wants to write a book on absent seizures. So that's another thing, Uh, leadership, leading by example. You know, most importantly, you know, business is one thing, but as Tony Robbins says, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And if you're so busy in your business and you don't get to spend the time with the people that you love and you're not impacting your kids' lives, and I can do a lot better job there, but I'm just very thankful. And even the book is dedicated to two people. Uh, One is dedicated to Jay Abraham and his uh, lifetime body of work, but it's also dedicated to my daughter and how proud of her that I am with her her battling the absent seizures that she's been battling. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she's another one of my heroes to be doing competitive cheer, to wanna write a book, to wanna help people, to love on people. Excuse me if I'm rambling a little bit, but I want to give you the fast forward to where I'm at right now and launching uh, Platinum Real Estate Coaching, which is a coaching organization for top performing real estate agents and team leaders uh, throughout U.S. and Canada. Yeah. And that's where I'm at now.
1: I love it. And uh, you're you're in Miami Beach, which is uh, a wonderful place to be as well, right? live located there.
2: It it is wonderful. It's amazing who you meet here. Like I met, uh, you're in the MMA. I met Nick Diaz here. They became uh, Nick Diaz and Martin Sano Jr. They just fought. uh, Both of them fought on separate tickets uh, this past Saturday. Uh, Also, I uh, I went and I had a drink with, I went and had a drink at the Betsy, which is about three blocks down from me on Ocean Drive. And I was having a drink there and chatting with this gentleman. We were joking around, and it ends up being the CEO of Carnival Cruise Lines. Arnold, <laughs> um, I think his name's Arnold Donald. Amazing guy, great guy. But yeah, it's been really cool. It's been good for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Why don't you talk a little bit? I know you, you mentioned it. But, um, it seems like it's been a big shift for you. And, you know, oftentimes this is kind of a question that I would typically ask maybe t- towards the end, but I want to get into it a little bit is you ended up in the ICU, which obviously, you know, we have moments or critical moments in our life. I would imagine that this one definitely, uh, Falls into that category of a critical moment for you, and and oftentimes we come out of those experiences if we're able to, which thank God you were able to come through that experience and 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 still be here and healthy, and and uh, maybe you could talk about what it was like to, I would imagine, get blindsided by that, and then how have you used that to continue to go out and make the impact and change the personal mission statement that you have because of that.
2: I'll give the fast story on that one too, or try to. I guess my fast story and your fast story may be two totally different things, <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, the pain, the pain that I was in, and I will even tie it to. There was things that I learned on that beach and through those couple of days that I spent with you guys that may even save my life through that time. And as I promised, I'm just an open book. I was in so much freaking pain, like excruciating pain, like feeling like someone was stabbing you in the stomach over and over and over. Uh, Probably my worst night was for 13 hours straight, I was dry heaving uh, where I would go to the, the bathtub and I would try to soak in the bathtub like in hot water. Then I'd go to the shower, cold water, try to get the shower, so it was back and forth. Now this wasn't just this one night, this was for weeks, but this particular time was 13 hours and uh, straight, laying on naked, not uh, just telling how it is, on a tile floor in horrible pain. Of also thinking that, hey, if this thing goes on much, much longer, just being straight is like, you know, just crazy stuff that runs through your mind. Like, hey, I know where my gun is and stuff like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just being straight. But that's where I think that development, even with on your immersion, you know, to keep on pushing through, keep, keep moving forward internally dealing with that that pain. Uh, Plus, I do a good bit of uh, neuro linguistics programming training, well, about 60 grand worth in the past 18 months or so. And that's really programming your own mind to get what you demand out of life. But I think some of that stuff also helped me internally deal with the pain that I was in. But yeah, when you're sitting in that ICU and someone in the room next to you dies and you see the you know, family coming in, you know, it's the last moments and things like that. You know, there's no way to go. You'll never be the same again. I feel like that I'm uh, that I've got bonus time. So I'm living on bonus time. And by living on bonus time, and I'm, I still have blood clots. I still have liver disease. I don't know how much time I have left. I may have until I'm, I may live till I'm 90 years old. I may live two more years. I may live one more year. Uh, none of this Not to sound cliche, but none of us know when our time is up, but that gave me reason to play all effing out while I'm here and to do everything I can, not just to impact myself, because it goes back to the old uh, Zig Ziglar quote that a lot of people use and they should still use it. And that is if you help enough people get to where they want to go in life, uh, you're going to get to where you want to go anyway. Yeah. Uh, hence, tying it back that into the, that one
1: all the time. I yeah. love it. 100%. Uh,
2: but uh, so true. And I ha- do have to quickly share this because I listen to people. I am an introvert by nature and at heart. But I had to when I got into sales, I had to pull from that extroverted piece of me. And I always have. So I know how to bring it out easily. But I have a friend of mine that she actually died. She died tried to commit suicide. She died. She went to heaven for 10 minutes. She was gone in the hospital for yeah. 10, 10 minutes. And she describes that experience of being so blissful that it was like hell 10 minutes later. Uh, I think her writing a book on that would be so impactful for, for the world. So, I, yeah. you know, I was coming up with the title and subtitle. And I thought that, you know, 10 minutes in heaven Would be an amazing title for her to talk about her story, because it also embedded into me deeper that, hey, when when our time is up on Earth, you know, that we do the right things uh, or always attempt to that there is a better place that we're going to be at anyway. So that's why I wanted to also whoever is listening to this podcast, the same thing.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And I appreciate you sharing your story because uh, it's a powerful one. And people always, they do, they, they're able to draw strength from other people's stories and how they were able to persevere and, and get through, you know, difficult times that they might be going through themselves. So thank you for that. I want to talk a little bit about, obviously, first of all, you got, uh, you wrote the book with, yeah, you're right. Like Brett Favre, being from Wisconsin, kind of guys, <laughs> where you always he just like <laughs> idolized and looked up to you as a young guy. To you know, you get to work. You got to work and write a book with Jay Abraham, who you know, if you're in this world, in the business world, the entrepreneurial world, the marketing world, you've heard Jay Abraham's name. Um, And then also, you're going to be a part of a TV show. I know I had the opportunity to be on a a TV show with Randy Couture and and a a great American uh, hero, uh, Don Mann, uh, SEAL Team 6, former SEAL Team 6 member who I'm a friend with. And uh, you're going to be uh, co-hosting a show with uh, Kevin Harrington, who was one of the original uh, Sharks on Shark Tank. So, Mm. you know, incredible leaders, championship leaders that many people have heard of, and you have had some opportunities incredible opportunities as of late to, to be a part of that. Talk about that. uh, Talk about them. Maybe some of the characteristics that really stand out to you uh, from them as, as championship leaders.
2: With uh, Kevin Harrington, uh, which both of them are, I mean, he Kevin Harrington was, you know, the inventor of the infomercial. Uh, yeah. I remember being like a kid and watching Gensu knives, and just <laughs> for some reason, I like even watch like late night infomercials. Go yeah, figure. yeah, I did too. Uh, yeah, right. But he was the inventor of the infomercial, and then to co-found Home Shopping Network and the As Seen on TV brand. Uh, and I was at Kevin's house, I guess roughly about three to four weeks ago, and he was showing me. He's an amazing guy like an amazing human being, by the way, like Mm -hmm. all business aside, just a great person. Uh, But he was showing me the cigarette boat that he had back in the day with the As Seen on TV uh, logo, huge label on the boat as well. But really, if it comes down to like one characteristic between Kevin Harrington and Jay Abraham that I could pinpoint the likeness, it would be And how they treat people, they're both, you know, and Jay is known for the strategy of preeminence, which is uh, being the number one most trusted go to advisor uh, advocate for the consumer you know, uh, yeah. that's how he thinks. And that's also how he does business, the real deal behind the scenes. And Kevin Harrington's the same way. So I guess you buttoned it down into one thing for those two. I would say that they truly have like love within their heart. Like yeah. they truly uh, want to help people. They're also very authentic in their leadership as well that, you know, hey, if they make them, a, uh, they want the best for you. Period. Mm -hmm. That's how both of them made me feel that they'll do any anything to help me. And it's not just me, it's they're just like that with humans, you know what I'm saying? So but I'd say they come from a place of love, they're authentic, you know, what they say in a public sense or even on a podcast or something like this is the same way that they are in real life, which is congruent. Yes, you know, congruent with who they are as well. So they don't have to you know, worry about telling another lie to cover up a lie Absolutely. because they just, they don't pander to the crowd. They're just straight up about who they are, you know? so uh, Yeah.
1: Which is, uh, that's refreshing, especially nowadays. It seems like maybe less and less, uh, you find that. So that's, that's incredible when you do come across it. And, um, what would you say, like, you know, championship leadership leaders have great vision. So I'm just curious, you got the book coming out, the ultimate, The ultimate real estate machine, correct? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you get platinum real estate coaching. Uh, Uh, Agents
2: on Fire is the name of the TV show with Kevin Harrington. Agents on Um, Fire. Okay. Yeah, and episode one is actually going to be filmed in Blue Water Studio, which is uh, Harrington used to own that, and it's a real deal studio. Like I don't know exactly how big it is, but I heard it's around thirty thousand square feet total, and we're actually going to be doing the filming in Billy May's studio, the the infamous uh, and late, uh, he's passed away, and legendary Billy May. So it's going to be a cool experience there. But what Agents on Fire TV show is about, it's a contestant style uh, reality show that The three finalists from the casting episode, Uh, there'll be about 30 agents there for the casting episode. But the three agents are going to compete through evolutions for a big grand prize at the end of it. So it's going to be uh, really cool. It's going to be fun. I want a season two. So we want it to be as fascinating, as intriguing, as impactful uh, as possible. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun uh, with the TV show. Then you know, with the book launch, the book launch is November the 30th. It's called the Ultimate Real Estate Machine. Jay Abraham and I. Of course, it's based upon building a a prestigious brand exponentially in real estate that's highly profitable, that's built with longevity and sustainability, but also doing so with the least amount of risk, and expense involved too. So there's a lot of hard lessons learned with us growing an Inc. 500 company. So it's, I believe it's really cool because it's a, it's taking Jay Abraham's timeless principles and how we utilize those principles in real estate. You know, vehicles change, right. But principles don't change. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So it's, it's going to be real cool. And I'm having a book launch party and you're invited to come to it. Saying, um, yeah, it's going to be that? on a super yacht, uh, Miami beach sometime in November. We haven't locked down the exact date for it yet. I already have the boat, just don't have the exact date, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's going to be really cool. Cool.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I would love to be a part of that. Very good. Yeah. It's exciting You get in. It's awesome that you, uh, You're up to big things, like you said, and I love kind of part of what you said earlier, sharing your story, talking about how you were uh, kind of naturally introverted and how to get out of that. I had a conversation today with a good mentor of mine, actually in Scotland, but uh, we had a good conversation, you know, and uh, he's a pastor. And so he's talking to me and he's, you know, he's just talking to me a little bit more about like, you know, a lot of people wait for open doors, right? Talks about having having a, a brass neck, which he was talking to a friend in the states, and he's like, "What would be the term you use that, for that?" And this guy says, "Well, my mama used to say you always had to have some brass balls." <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> a run good run. mama. Yeah, he's like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> your mama said that." We <laughs> so a good laugh about that, but he's like, uh you know, so a lot of times we wait for the the open door when sometimes we have to be a little bit more. Uh, uh, boastful or, you know, a little bit more, you got to have that brass neck and, and sometimes you got to go out and create some of these opportunities for yourself. And for, for, I, you know, I'm a bit introverted myself. And so, you know, if you really want something, if you really want to go make some difference and change and, and make an impact, that's it. That's, that's a, a great point to take out of this is that uh, sometimes you got to go make it happen. You, you got to open the door yourself. You got to, you got to, huh. You Actually, that. chapter two of
2: the book. Oh, yeah. And this book is also like, uh, it's not just, you'll get ta- anybody in any industry will get takeaways from it, but where it relates to what you're speaking of about introverted and breaking out of that chapter two is unleash your creative breakthroughs genius. Mm, yeah. And it even talks about in that chapter, like how to have breakthroughs and that's a breakthrough. I didn't know that I was doing well, I did know that I was doing it. I was intentional uh, when I, growing up very shy when I was young, that I knew when I got into timeshare sales, which is very tough sales, yeah, Right, they're coming in there for a free gift and 90 minutes later, that's your job to convert them to a, yeah. a $30,000 sale. And that was $30,000 20 years ago. Right. right. Uh, so it's like a $50,000 sale now or whatever it is now. But I had to have mental breakthroughs to be able to do that, to be able, because it lives with all, within all of us. None of us are, and I generalize myself and I shouldn't have done it. And you just did too, that, hey, I'm an introvert, yeah, yeah. which is a bullshit story that you and I can tell ourselves if we're not careful, uh, because both of us have introvert an extrovert uh, in us. So I really had to, you know, pull that out to get where I want to go in life because I knew I did not want to go where my life was headed. Uh, so I had to break through.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just like your immersion yes, allows people to break through yeah. uh, to get what they demand out of life. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Well, we will, uh, you know, as, as this comes up, this will probably release a bit before November 30th. Is there a way, do you have pre-orders right now or? Not brand? yet. The
2: uh, My publisher, which the publisher is, same publisher that David Goggins, uh, Can't Hurt Me. Yeah. 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 Uh, thing is, Lion's Crests. But yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's through Scribe, long story short. They have like many, put many best time sellers. Uh, Tucker Max, uh, he's a four-time New York Times bestselling author. But yeah, it releases November 30th. But to answer your question, uh, they're the ones that within the next 30 days, I'll probably have that link or so that uh, allows people to pre-order for the yeah. book
1: you know, we will, uh, we'll send it out an email to everybody when that time comes and we'll make sure that everybody gets the link here. But as we wrap this up, you know, if there's one thing that you could give the listeners that if they were to implement today or help move their life forward today, uh, what would that be?
2: That would be, and I, I have a crazy, uh, I have a 20 foot.
1: Can you see it that mirror? Oh wow, yeah. That's my vision board. And I have uh, for those of you uh, listening, he's got a big, uh, huge wall with a, a mirror and dry dry erase uh, notes all over it.
2: Yeah. And I, I put new, uh, new stuff on it as well. And I'm just looking for it because I can pick out a lot of stuff off of there. But, you know, I guess one thing is that I'll go ahead and use is a winner is someone who is not afraid to lose. Yeah. Uh, so there may be people listening to this podcast there's times that I get in the moment and you're you're a freaking drill sergeant, right? And I'm sure there's times that you get into the moments too, maybe yes. maybe not as much, but you know, where fear can creep in, where it may be disguised as something else, where it's doesn't appear to be fear, but there's a reason why you may be procrastinating to to do, not you in particular, but you know others could be procrastinating to do what's really freaking important that's gonna drive them not only just in business, but maybe it's something they need, a phone call they need to make to a family member or whatever it is. But a winner isn't afraid to lose and a winner isn't afraid to fail. And that's where I can say that you know, I've failed over and over and over. And when I was younger, I was afraid of failing. So, I wouldn't try when I was afraid of failing. But what I did learn, I have learned over time is I've embraced failing because, you know, there's many people in life that'll tell you, you can't do this and you can't do that. And When you keep on taking shots, when people told you you can't do stuff, and you even told yourself that you can't do it, and then you end up accomplishing it anyway, and then you do it over and over and over again, you start believing. And this is not about my ego. I'm saying this for every human, because God created all of us for greatness. It's even a chapter in the book, Four Steps to Greatness, uh, that God made us for greatness. But the sad thing is, is that, uh, and Abraham talks a lot about this, that, that he's even stayed up, can not being able to sleep at night, wondering why most human beings never take a shot to be great. Yeah. And really comes down to, you know, not a lot of it is afraid of failure. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I would like to tell all of your listeners uh, is to keep on plugging along, embrace failing, fail fast, fail often and keep on plugging along. And I truly hope that you and your listeners get what they want out of life. Not just business, right? not just the leadership part for business, but the leadership part for the eight total categories in life, the will of life, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, 100%. So I appreciate that. What are a few ways we can, uh, you know, like I said, we'll get the the link to the book when that's available to everybody. But what are some ways they could follow you and, and what you're up to?
2: My personal website is jasonwilliford360.com. So that's Jason, W-I-L-L-I-F, as in Frank, O-R-D, 360.com. And there uh, you'll be able to see some products that I have a lead agent referral mastery that I did with Jay Abraham. He's known as the referral guru, like in the world. So that's a program that I have with him. It has uh, the TV show on there, uh, the link to the TV show has uh, all of my social media contacts on there Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. So once you go to that, you can find me wherever you want to find me. I would also, anything I can do to help out your people, I'm here for you, brother. So
1: I appreciate you so much. Anything I can do. Like I said, we're going to be there next week. Love you, man. Hopefully we can get together. I love you, brother. And uh, it would be great to to meet up while I'm down there. And I would love to come down, like I said, in November for your book release party too. So let's uh, do it, brother. Be in touch. I appreciate your time though today. And thank you so much for coming on.
2: Thank you, brother. Have a great day. You too. Yes, sir.
0: In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home I miss my life, miss my wife for 15 months he was all alone Cause a marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader i am a leader, lead the way, girls I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want Look, if I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast